Welcome to this week's episode of Brown Sugar Wonderlust. I'm one of your co-hosts, Charmaine. And I'm your other co-host, Ariel. This is our weekly podcast where we share our wonderlust with the world. Welcome back, everyone, to Brown Sugar Wonderlust. It's your girl, Charmaine. A comfort energy. I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep that same energy (laughs) as we go on. Look, we're going to see how this next recording goes, but I like it. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Ariel, how are you doing today, girl? First of all, I done picked the wrong day to record because this person just started uh, mowing their grass, but... Girl, I'm good. You know. uh, they'll be all right. I live about five blocks from a hospital, so the ambulance come through regularly. Oh, Mo- dang. Welcome to Chicago. It don't bother me. Girl, I be sleep, all kinds of stuff. Don't bother me at all. But welcome <laughs> to Chicago. Yeah, Chicago, the Chi-Town. Ain't I Shot. supposed to be there right now? <laughs> you, yes, you were. You, you were. You could have come came on, but... um. You know, Shar is in the shy, and I'm here. Okay. Char I have arrived. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see what this next chapter entails. Shar is in the shy. Shar is in the shy, okay? <laughs> maybe maybe that'll become a thing. Maybe it won't. I don't have I any. That. No commitments at this time, but don't nobody take it. Don't steal it, though. So tell the people how it's yeah. been. Let us know. No. <laughs> no, we're not going to start with you yet. <laughs> well I could tell I mean okay we can ba- let's baby step them <laughs> okay yes and I'm a I'm not gonna get I have, I'm protecting my peace let's it. start with the good you know how they give good news and bad news or is it I'm, not, I'm gonna start with the bad first because I need to go ahead and get the trash on out the way um this was the worst move that I've ever had and the worst movers that I've ever had. However, my peace has been restored. So all of that is a non-factor right now. Yeah, I like that. The good girl, call Ooh. me, call me patio bay. Call you patio bay. <laughs> <laughs> What you been sitting up and swooping up all the patios? Sit, sitting on all the patios, just on the patios, just out here on the patio. Well, let me, hold on, wait a minute. Because uh, my little two-week quarantine, you know, I ain't been problematic out here. I actually have been in the house. I've sat on a couple of patios. <laughs> but starting on Monday, you can officially call me Patio Bay because I'm going to be out here. Yes, we're gonna find us a nice little vegan spot to go to. <laughs> Y'all should see my big smile that I just gave Ariel. Listen, I have found some vegan restaurants that um, I think you might like. I also, let me tell you, it's this place called Salad House. Mm, what they mm, said, mm, what is no. it? Is that a steakhouse? No, it's a it's a house where like it's a restaurant where you can go and build your own salad or oh, okay, get okay. a salad that's already like you know a specialty salad on their menu. But they also have wraps. Girl, I have eaten at Salad House approximately five times. Oh, you said Salad House. I thought you said Saddle. So it's kind of like um, what's the place we have here? Uh, Salada. It, so much better than Salada. 
Oh, I believe you. I mean, it is Chicago. I, we, when Veronica was here, when I was moving in and stuff, we ain't have a bad meal. Don't say that. You done messed it up now. Don't you hate that <laughs> you go somewhere the first time and it'd be like the best thing ever and then you go the second time and it's trash? Um, I've already went to a couple of restaurants twice. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, for pickup. Because see, because, okay, the whole two-week quarantine thing. I can't be out here in these streets, so I didn't have any food delivered to me. Mm-hmm. Because I got to eat and... You know why I ain't got no dishes, but like I said, protecting I my pee. Well, I bet your Uber Eats is lit because it is very lit right now. There's the seafood place. It's called Brown Bag Seafood Company. Friend, when you come, we're going. What I'm going to do with that? <laughs> um, they have a vegetable thing. Oh, Their okay. Are really good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going. They also have, I mean, can you eat tater tots? Yeah, I can eat that. They, they tater tots are, are very good, but they, they also have like uh, vegetable plates. So you can do a whole vegetable entree plate and they, they, they season down. Season Y'all, she down. over here blinking 10 times. <laughs> it must be good. It is. It is. So, um, yeah, I've been eating good. So that's what yeah. I've been doing. Eating a lot of takeout, eating good. And I've been under quarantine out here because... They said because I came from Texas and was spent the week in Arkansas, I got to be sitting down somewhere. So that's what I've been doing. Have you done any activities at all outside of I mean, that is what we do. I mean. Literally, I have been under this quarantine sitting down. Mm-hmm. I, my activities have been teaching. <laughs> I, yeah. I taught my students. Yeah, that's why I'm not in Chicago because they decided to do a 14-day quarantine. Which is nice. Girl. I mean, we doing it in Texas too, but according to Veronica, they ain't checking for nobody at the airport. Yeah, but did she she didn't fly in though. I think if you well, she... you know, when you fly in, you're up at the gate. So my thing is, she saw people coming in off of their flights. There uh-huh. was no there was no one checking their licenses, asking them how long they've been up in here. None of that. No, but when you go in, don't you got to go back out and then come back in? Or Because no? So she left out, and when she was going through, when she got her, like, ticket thing, they didn't ask her, like, how long you been here? None of that. They was just like, okay, here go your little tickets to go and take your little bag to baggage claim. Ain't nobody asking nothing. She go through security, no questions, nothing. What she said she thinks is happening is if you get it, they're going to definitely track to see if you had a flight in or out and that's how they're tracking things because there's nobody at the airport she was like it was not a single officer nowhere checking anything yeah she told me she had a whole little role to herself on the flight mm-hmm. so which i mean that's what our episode is about traveling in quarantine yes. well let's get into our weekly wonderlust first I want to be in Tulum, and I think I said that last time, but all these people going to Tulum, like Tulum is the high spot. But you know what really gives me peace of mind is, first, I know, you know, you can't control what's going on there, but for Americans to travel to places, they have to have a negative COVID test. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's already kind of a nice thing that it's not anybody in the airport, but it's also nice that, you know, the people that you are around in, in, on your flight, they had to have a negative test to go to certain places, not everywhere, but mm-hmm. 
So yeah, it's Tulum again. I actually looked up flight. I was looking up flights right now. They $160, but I'm trying to figure out how to get, you know, to Tulum, you have to go through Cancun. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about being in those shuttle for no two hours and the speed limit 100 miles per hour going down that Listrich Road. I just don't know. The speed limit 100 miles per hour for you? Oh, uh, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. I need to wash my face. Um, That's interesting. Well, my weekly wanderlust is to be in Wakanda. Rest in Girl. peace. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. I need somebody to build us a Wakanda for real. I heard Akon's supposed to be trying to do something, child. Oh, I saw that. But I, I need to be in Wakanda. I can't watch Black Panther right now. It would make me way too emotional. So just where my heart is, it's somewhere on the continent of Africa, preferably if we can make Wakanda a actual place that would just be a blessing. So that's my little weekly wanderlust. So how do you feel about traveling right now? now that we are in this thing girl i still ain't going nowhere <laughs> you still ain't going nowhere my cousin called me this morning and she said you know what i just i gotta go to somebody beach I, it's just this is the new reality i'm gonna have to wear a mask i cannot go nowhere and um i, I i'm starting to feel the same way but I think it's because to, you know, when I, we first got into quarantine, it was all fine and dandy. Like I was finding stuff to do around the house and um, finding, you know, other ways to, to get my little self-care in. But now, you know, travel was a big part of my self-care routine and mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel it. So I did go on a little road trip. What was you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, for me, I think my experience right now is a little different from everyone else. I just moved to the third largest city in the U.S. I got a whole city to explore. I have an entire city to explore. So I don't really have a desire to go anywhere. Now, I said I'm not, my desire is not there, but there are places that I'm going in November. Like, I got places to go for the holidays. However, right now, as of September, I'm straight because I have plenty of things to eat, do, try to figure out what I'm going to do. So soon as Monday gets here, sis, <laughs> your girl is going to the beach. Like, oh, I'm going yeah. down. So, look, girl, let me go look at these. I might have to just go on ahead and just make this little 14 do what it do. Hopefully, it's different from what I said. I forgot there's a beach there. Yeah, I'm finna, I'm finna, like, I can walk, walk right on down um, the oh, street. Yes. It's about, I think it's about, like, a 15, 20-minute walk. Yeah. Beat you. I would stay there. Say what? So, yeah, as soon as this little quarantine, actually, my quarantine is up on Sunday, but um, Sunday is going to be self-care day from the couch. So, uh, yeah, beach on Monday, maybe yes mm-hmm. but anyway i just i wanted to clarify that for me my travel bug hasn't been bitten because i just moved i, I traveled here that was a lot yeah <laughs> but we're gonna get into that later tell us about houston what was it like yeah so i went on a little um family vacation a small family vacation in houston and it was cool we we social distance so 
we it was really a day trip we only took a day and we went there and um i had a lot of stuff planned and a lot of stuff didn't go as planned because a lot of things weren't open which was really funny because i remember discussing this in an episode about making sure all these places that we were mentioning i think it was the what episode the black black owned Mm -hmm. businesses to support when you travel um yeah i think i mentioned in that episode to make sure that you check to see if this stuff is actually open and Houston was shut down, shut down. It wasn't nothing like here. Things are shut down. They shut down early, but there nothing was open. So a lot of the things that we had to plan did not go as planned. We wanted to go to Turkey leg hood. Um, ain't nobody doing that. That line was wrapped around. Did you go to Turkey leg hood? No, I've never been. I want to go. Well, child, I don't know. I, and I think the consensus is that the line is always long. So the line was like wrapped around the block. I wasn't going to go there. And then we went to the Breakfast Club. And as Charmaine has mentioned, it they have the absolute best chicken and waffles. I know it and I ain't even tasted Mmm. So Best chicken and waffles in the whole world that I didn't ever taste it. And I'm a chicken and waffle connoisseur. Mm-hmm. That line was wrapped around the building too. Stay wrapped uh, around the building. You cannot arrive at the Breakfast Club past eight o'clock if you yeah, want to eat. For good reason, because <laughs> I mean, it was. I'm, I didn't even get nothing. I'm talking about it was so good. I ain't even getting nothing. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the we got you know curbside pickup there. Um, the main thing that we did when we went there was we went to a, a what's the little room called? A panic room and escape room and that was so much fun so um that was it the hotel we stayed in was nice and clean and um i felt pretty safe there just as safe as i safer than i would be feeling going to the grocery store and we drove in a car because you know it's only three and a half hours so it was cool um but no i need to go somebody beach that ain't this It's not a negotiable plan. It's it's time now. It's it's starting to settle in. My spirit, my spirit is unsettled. (laughs) What's got your spirit unsettled? Girl, the spirit is just unsettled, girl. I need to um uh it's just settling in. I need a vacation. You know, last year I went somewhere every single month and I'm trying to find stuff to do here. But mm-mm, it ain't the same. I'm going to go away from a miracle. I can understand, friend. I do. Um, I'm going to come back to this point in a second. I'll go ahead and share my experience of traveling while yeah, going. Traveled on the road, too. Yes. So I left Texas. I told y'all that I was leaving on the 13th. <laughs> I admit that that was a lie. Mm-hmm. I left on the 14th. How and so forever. I did. Before I slid out of Texas, I went and got me some cake from Cake Bar. Did you get cake from the cake ATM? Because I saw they had a little build out. Like they built a little ATM where you don't even have to go in the store no more. That wasn't available when I went. Yeah, that line was long, too, because I took my mom over there. <laughs> no, when we went, we just went right inside of the store. So I did get my cake bar before I left Texas. I also slid into Malay Kitchen. 
before I left. Oh, that Malay kitchen. Beautiful. I'm kind of surprised Malay kitchen is in, is it not in other states? I don't believe so. Because it seems, it seemed like the type of franchise. I don't know. I just know that the one where we went for my birthday. Mm-hmm. So you went to the one in Dallas? Unmatched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, it really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the one in South Lake where we went for Valentine's Day, it was okay. I mean, it was fine. Yeah. The one in Fort Worth ain't that good either. No, the one in Fort Worth, what we had for your birthday, I was upset. It was upsetting me and my homegirls. <laughs> it did. I, I was like, excuse me, excuse me, hello? Mm-mm, this ain't working. But that one in Dallas, unmatched. Anywho, that's what I did before I slid out of Texas. So I slid out on the 14th, arrived in Little Rock uh, that same day. And I was in Little Rock for nine days. <laughs> How you do that? <laughs> Friend, by day seven. <laughs> did you do anything? In L- well, first of all, you was not in Little Rock. Because every time I would get on social media, you'd be in somebody else's city. I was going to get to that. So. <laughs> Talking about I, day seven. You was out of that thing by day one, weren't you? <laughs> I arrived on, let me look at the calendar. Let me make sure that I'm giving y'all accurate dates. <laughs> so I arrived, yes, I arrived in Little Rock on the 14th around that evening. Sometime the next morning, I hightailed it right on the highway to Memphis. <laughs> so I met I went to Memphis and I met with a friend who I have not seen in five years she's a really close friend of mine and we spent the whole day together we were being patio bays. we went to three different patios so that was the thing for me when I traveled to Memphis I still wasn't in this space where I was comfortable eating inside of a restaurant very regularly yeah so like, I think yeah. that we ate I think we ate what the week or the week yeah the week before you left mm-hmm. and that was my first time eating in a restaurant it was cool though so what was the setting like in Memphis where people actually social distancing and yeah but when we ate before I left because we went to Tupelo Honey right mm-hmm. we ate on the patio though oh so you ate in the restaurant not in Memphis the first restaurant that I ate inside of that I can remember was Malay Kitchen right before I left Texas because it was too hot it was too hot that day to sit in the um on the patio but there also was one other couple there Mm -hmm. (laughs) with us so i was okay but when i got to memphis both me and my friend we were like let's just do patios so we went to my one of my favorite restaurants in memphis the bayou bar and grill shout out to the bayou hey bayou she doing this timbling thing (laughs) y'all I l- let me tell you, me and the Bayou have a special relationship. What is that, Creole or what? Yes, it's like a Creole flair of seafood and all of the things, all of the fixings. And I, like, I love the Bayou Bar and Grill. They have this um, bacon-wrapped barbecue shrimp. Listen, it sounds busy, but it's delectable. Just so good. So, so good. <laughs> well... They have other types of seafood as well that you can get. So good. One of my favorite places to eat in Memphis. So we went there first. We had brunch. And we were out on the patio, had the fans. People were social distancing. I appreciated that they had tables between us that were not available for sitting. Mm-hmm. 
So we, we did that. Afterwards, we went and walked around the chow, walked around the little riverfront mm -hmm. because I hadn't seen it in five years. And she was showing me all the changes that were, were being made. And there were some people out walking, but everyone was definitely being intentional about social distancing. Um, I, I'm not wearing a mask out in not, this heat yeah, not not outside. Outside. Mm -mm. if I'm outside in the heat uh the mask just it's just not for me I will put a mask on when I enter into a place but that they're walking in the heat with the moisture the humidity, that there <laughs> that's that's not my ministry Where? Which, that's not my ministry <laughs> which is why we quickly went on down to a bar we went and found it neither of us drink <laughs> like that anymore but we just wanted to go and sit on another patio mm -hmm. so we had what we call our bougie drinks which is sprite uh, with a lemon i'm dead <laughs> sprite with a lemon <laughs> i'm dead what that lemon doing <laughs> don't knock it till you try it friend don't <laughs> knock it till you try it what is this lemon doing? It adds a, it, it just adds a little extra flair to your sprite. So you squeeze the lemon in there or do you just yes. you squeeze it in there and stir it up a little bit with Look, your I kinda want to try that doo doo sound bougie. Listen, sprite with a lemon boo, bougie drinks. Anywho, that's what we had because we wasn't drinking. That's actually a good drink to drink too. If you go to a bar, like if you want to hang out with friends that are drink that do drink socially, and then you really don't want to drink, but you don't want to look like you're not doing nothing. Is that that? That's that drink. Oh, okay. Try it with a lemon. Try it. Get you get your life and try it one time. Mm -hmm. So, and it's just it's a simple refreshing drink. So uh, we also had water because hot. And we're talking about Memphis summertime humidity hot well so we were at the little bar sitting on their patio it's called south on bill i mean no not south on bill lord have mercy south on maine was the name of the bar real cute it's a place i used to go and eat and frequent quite a bit and so we just was hanging out there and we saw these people now it was a whole crew of people doing the little bicycle thing where you drink and paddle your feet mm -hmm. There was no social distancing there, but I do believe all those people knew each other, but not a single soul was social distancing, child. Hold on. You said on, wait, say it again. What would the, what the thing look like? You know, the little activity where you can get on one of the little. And drink. Yeah. Your, the oh, and then you bar. Pack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You usually know those people. We did one for work one time. Mm-hmm. They were on there. for me. They ain't my ministry. You. Yeah. I was like, if I'm drinking, I'm definitely not going to be paddling because I'm going to be tired. So Girl, yeah, I was just sitting there one paddling. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they were, they were getting their whole life. And so we went, we did that. And then we moved to patio number three. Okay. I'm telling you, patio, patio bay. So we went to, I believe it's called Aldo's Pizza. That salad was so good. It was so delicious. Because <laughs> by this time, mind you, my sister and I, we arrived in Memphis at about 1230. And my sister dropped me off because she was going to visit one of her line sisters. But my sister dropped me off at the bayou to meet my friend at around 1230. By the time we made it to patio number three, it was four o'clock. <laughs> so, you know. 
down there the salad was a good little snack you know a little side salad it was very good we were out on the patio very close to main street we were on the little trolley strip was it and a we, lot of people it was a lot of people we were social distancing some people at that particular place some people did have their mask on again i say i'm sitting outside that's not my ministry <laughs> it's just not my ministry my sister decided to join us and after that we went to bill street we walked to bill street now something interesting they had all these signs up on bill street that said you could not consume alcohol off of the street but then you also couldn't consume it on the street it didn't make sense it was almost like they were trying to keep people from purchasing things but the police officers were down there and folks was buying their drinks to go because you could only get drinks to go you couldn't stay in lingo oh okay so that's but they're trying to say like you can't drink mm -hmm. out on the street like walking around you can't mm -hmm. that's normal in memphis to be able to yes. walk around on this street and drink because both myself and my friend, my friend who is from Memphis and has lived in Memphis all of her whole life, says, she was like, no, since when can you not drink on Bill Street? I said, this got to be COVID related because I remember the nights that we had on Bill Street. And they involved drinking <laughs> out on Bill Street. So going on. they were using this as a method for people to, to not drink their drinks out. They were trying to get them back home or whatever. But my sister, she, she decided to go to, she wanted to go to Wet Wheelies. It was my first time on Bill Street in five years. It was clean because it was daytime. There were not a lot of, there were some people out, but not like a whole lot of people. And I just was going down a walk of memory lane. And I saw all the little restaurants and places that I used to frequent. And let me tell you, some of the best fried chicken your lips will ever taste. It's Miss Polly's, okay? Miss Polly's fried chicken is good. <laughs> you are so funny. <laughs> I'm trying to get the people places to eat. Miss Polly's fried, uh, fried chicken. You can also go to Alfred's on Bill Street and get some of the best barbecue nachos that your lips will ever taste. Oh, my stomach growling. I just mm -hmm. ordered Uber Eats. I'm waiting on you folks to pull up with my waffle. It's pull up. Come on. Pull up, <laughs> hop out. I wasn't a fan of BB King's, but the people say that BB King's is, is good. It, it wasn't for me. And what's but their barbecue? Yeah, and some other stuff. It just wasn't my, it wasn't my judge. Mm -mm. So anyway, so we concluded, at this point, we walked back to the car and we all go out, like my friend, she leaves, she has something she has to do. So. I say my goodbyes to her, my dear friend, but my sister and I, we slid to the cheesecake corner on our way out. Mm -hmm. Some so of the how best. do they compare to the Cheesecake Factory? Oh, it's better to me. What? Oh yeah, it's always been better to me. I ate at the Cheesecake Factory maybe twice before I had the Cheesecake Corner. And when I went to the Cheesecake Corner, I was like, oh, Cheesecake Factory ain't got nothing on y'all. My favorite cheesecake from the Cheesecake Corner is the chocolate strawberry cheesecake. Changed your life. Ooh, my stomach growling. I'm gonna eat. <laughs> so that was my travel to Memphis, and we came back, and then I was in Little Rock for seven whole days. Seven additional, no, actually eight days. I was in Little Rock for eight more days, and being in Little Rock was a little stressful. 
had a lot of work to do because my contract started with my job on the 17th. So it was a lot going on and it was a lot of pickup, a lot of pickup orders and things of that sort. Now, on my last night there, my sister wanted me to go, well, I needed her to, to take me somewhere. And she was like, well, I'm going to the mall. And I was like, oh, okay, it, it shouldn't be bad because you know people be out social distancing, right? People be at the house, all of that. Girl, we got into that, to that mall. I was like, it's time for me to go. Isn't that so peculiar how, like, for me, how things change so dramatically between cities, like how people practice social distancing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when we went to Memphis, I feel like, I was like, why ain't nobody wearing no mask? Like, why we all wrapped around the block at Turkey Leg Hood? This is about Houston. Yeah, in Houston. I'm like, why have we all wrapped around a black and turkey leg hood and ain't nobody got no mask on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, because they was outside and it's hot. Girl. That's why that's not my ministry. That's why I can't... I was like, as much as I love the Breakfast Club and would have loved to go down to Houston and get the Breakfast Club before I left, that would have meant I needed to be in line at 7.30 a.m. so that I could reduce being around so many people with a mask off. Girl, you wouldn't have done nothing to be in the line at seven thirty a.m. because that line was long. It we left. It was it was eight o'clock when we. No, I lied because they don't open to ten. No, they open at eight. Yeah, since they open at eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we was there. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. got there right at eight thirty, and the line was wrapped. Oh yeah, y'all was late. That's why I be trying to tell people. I was late. You, if you and me, and you claim that you want to go to the Breakfast Club. We're talking to, I'm a person who is not an early morning riser. Everybody who knows me knows that I don't, I'm not a morning person, but I will get up and be at the breakfast club at 730. Mm-hmm. It was right. I, That chicken smells so good. Cause you want to eat. Cause if you, if you get there after eight, you probably ain't going to eat till nine, 10 o'clock. Yeah. It was good though. Look, it I'm talking about it was good. I ain't had nothing. Look. <laughs> but yeah, Little Rock was interesting. That mall experience, I was like, girl, if one hair could get up out of here. So we went to Right, be itching. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's time for me to go. Because everybody was in there. So anyway, then we leave Little Rock. Veronica, my road trip partner. We leave Little Rock on Sunday, August the 23rd. And we drove 10 hours straight to Chicago. All right, y'all didn't stop at all? We stopped in St. Louis. And we ate at Panera. The Panera that we ate at, they were very particular. You definitely had to have a mask on when you went in. There was a certain door that you could come in, a certain door that you could go out. Oh, and it's actually not called Panera. It's called the St. Louis Bread Company. Oh, really? Because that's where Panera started in St. Louis. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was good then. Oh, it was good. It was good. They have this new sandwich that I tried and I was like lord this was for me but I forgot the name of it so don't ask friend anywho <laughs> it was something involved with teriyaki chicken it was oh, actually very good. so that was a good thing to see in St. Louis but that's we stopped at the gas station to get gas and stopped to get food and that was it in St. Louis and then we came to Chyago and checked into our hotel and let me tell you the Hyatt place in Wicker Park Chicago 
clean. Okay. Mm. Did they take temperatures? Uh, no, they didn't check our temperatures. I don't believe. No, they didn't. But have you went to a restaurant instead of checking your temperatures? Yes, I have. I went to one that checked my temperature. That was here in Chicago. But the higher place with the park in Chicago, very clean. It was very cute, very nice hotel. I would, I might do me a little staycation there because their rooftop is gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. Oh my goodness! And it's on the seventh. The rooftop is on the seventh floor. It's interesting how it's laid out. It's very, it's high enough up, but not at the very top. And it's just very cute. Mm -hmm. So that was good. We because of the situation with the move, we did have to go end up and staying a second night. We had requested to get our same room back, but they let us, they tried to accommodate us, but let us know that because they disinfect the rooms every 24 hours, we would have to be in yeah. a different room. Oh, and I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, I was like, that's fine. I was like, well, we just wanted to make sure we get a room. That's so, awesome. Yeah, mm -hmm. I liked it. And we weren't in, like, our room wasn't next to any, so there were rooms next to us, but there was no person in the room next to yeah. us on either side. So that was also helpful. It reduced traffic in the hallway. I feel like that in the hotel. There weren't, there wasn't anybody. I didn't see nobody in the hotel, but uh, Me either. I, we, I, it felt like we had the whole floor to ourselves. So, mm -hmm. And here in Chicago, so I have been on the train. You have to wear a mask on the train. You're supposed to wear a mask on the platform. And let me tell you, on the brown line... <laughs> That man, I had my mask pulled down. He promptly, because it was outside, it was hot that day. It was unprecedentedly hot in Chicago that day. We're talking 95 degrees. He said he don't want your ear. <laughs> Sir got on the intercom so fast. Not the intercom. Yes, he did. Got on the intercom and started reading out the mask regulations. I was like, okay, let me just pull it back up. I was so hot and I was like, Jesus, I can't do this. So luckily the train harried up and came and we were able to get on and there's air on the train. So it makes the mask bearable. Yeah. But they are not playing any games. You could put your mask on when you put your arm in that train, have your mask on. I Even love it. Hot. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually enjoying quarantine and social distancing. I enjoy it. I like to go to the store and ain't nobody on my heels. Ain't nothing like that. Oh, let me tell you. Mm, two things. Illinois just implemented a law where if you go to a restaurant, whether you're inside or outside, you can't take your mask off until your food hit the table. Mm -hmm. That's different. That's, That's thing number one. Number two. I guess it's, it, I guess it minimizes the spread of anything like why you talking and stuff like that. It is kind of dumb to be honest to, to, like, okay, I'm gonna wear it in the door, but when, as soon as you sit at the table, you can take it off. Like, what? No, not soon as you there. sit at the, it's not as soon as you sit at the table. No, I mean, like, everywhere else. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah it's, um, it's to reduce the risk that the waitresses and waiters mm -hmm. might contract something while you're trying to order from them and stuff like that. Yeah. But, so, the second thing, let me tell you about personal space. We went to Blaze Pizza in Little Rock and like my mom, my sister and I, and we were gonna sit out on the patio. But in order to get your food, you had to go in and order it and wait for your pizza to come out. Girl, I'm ordering. This man is behind me, all up on me, okay? They don't understand. 
And I was like, maybe if I, maybe if I move up a little bit, he'll stay where he is. Mm-hmm. So I move up a little bit. He proceeds to move closer. I don't my, know. Mom, my mama looking at me and I'm looking at her. I'm like, I'm about to show out. Oh my gosh. You did not cuss this man. <laughs> did you cuss the man? <laughs> I did not curse at him. So I was, my mama was like, she gave me the look of please. No, just please. Mm-hmm. So then I moved. I was like, okay. He deserved to look us. I'm going to move up a little bit more. I'm going to move to my, because they had circles on the floor for people to stand on. Uh-huh. So I'm going to move to another circle ahead of me. Do you know I moved to my circle and he right back there on my heel. I, st- I turned around and said, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, he looked at me startled. He was like, you need space? I said, I need you to back up. I need you to get on your circle. Like I'm on my circle. What the heck? And the manager was just looking at me, cracking up. She was just like, I knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew it was coming. So that was my little experience. Travel story. <laughs> that was my travel story for the week. <laughs> Picture it, Sicily. Okay. That, 2020. That was y'all's travel stories. So, yeah, that's really what it's been like traveling here. So yeah. I said all that to say to come back to my next point. Earlier, I said I haven't been bitten by the travel bug, and that does remain true. However, I have resolved that this Christmas is the last Christmas that I am giving priority to going home for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because my nephew is getting older, so this year he'll turn six what four days before christmas next year he'll be turning seven all he wants is his presence mm-hmm. he don't he don't care even now when i was at home this past time he likes to get up in the bed with me but to turn his tablet on i be like, so what are we doing what are we doing but i've resolved that i'm about to flip my holidays oh so we're gonna go be traveling <laughs> yes oh, memorial, okay. memorial day like i said we i'm just gonna play myself <laughs> Memorial Day will be reserved for going to Little Rock and spending some day like that holiday with the family and getting out and doing some things because my nephew will be able, you know, summertime more things are available to do. Cool beans, right? Well, Christmas, because being being in academia, your girl gets all of that time off. Yeah. Peace out on the 23rd from Chicago and I'll be driving internationally for the next several years for Christmas after this year, um, after 2020. And I'll probably be going somewhere for, for nine days because I'm going to leave out on the 23rd and not come back until the second. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think I like that's nine it. days. Yeah. Is that nine days? Let me, I like to be accurate. <laughs> Girl. That's 10 days. Okay. I could come back on the first because Ghana taught me that I got about nine days in me before I'm ready to be back in my own bed. Yeah. You know what? I can't really go nowhere and stay past three days, to be honest with you. I mean, international is different, but like most places, it's definitely difficult to be gone more than three days. I'd be ready to go. Like we went to Turks and Caicos. How long were we there? We were there for three days. Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was fine, though. Mm-hmm. We needed that. Yeah. The way... The way I see it for me with international trips, because when I was in, in Ghana, when I went to Accra, I was mostly in Accra. I stayed in, I went to Cape Coast, but I didn't stay in Cape Coast. If I was going back to 
to Ghana, I would probably explore more of the regions because that was only two out of, I think, the seven regions that they have. Mm -hmm. So it would make sense to be there longer so you can bounce around and get to kind of see the fullness of each region. So that's why I was like, nine days should be enough wherever I go because I can bounce between cities and get mm -hmm. different feels and things. So yeah, that that's the goal. That's what I'm going to be doing. Peace out. Christmas FaceTime. Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. Y'all have a wonderful Christmas. <laughs> Bye. What, what, am, what am I eating? Oh, I'm, you know, I'm eating something traditional to the country I'm in. Y'all have a wonderful time. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> Did you get your present? She's done with it. Because, <laughs> I mean, my youngest sister, she ain't having no kids no time soon. And, and like I said, my nephew, he finna be seven. He ain't thinking about me. Uh-uh. He just want them presents. He want them presents. So I'm going to make sure he gives his little birthday present, his Christmas presents. And he used to talk to me over FaceTime anyway, so. Mm -hmm. And he'll get one holiday out of me in the summertime. What's up? <laughs> that's, that's the plan. <laughs> well, I guess we already did our travel story. Yes, we did. What's your takeoff tip for the week? Check to make sure stuff open. <laughs> Girl, because it started a whole little argument um, for our little family vacation. Because you know, ain't nothing like, don't you hate, like when folk, when you just, know, you had your mind, your mouth, excuse me, set on what you wanted to eat, and then you mm -hmm. can't get it. And then mm -hmm. you got to sit there and think of other stuff to eat. And you ain't in your own city, so it's different sitting up somewhere else trying to think of where you want to eat. But yeah, check to make sure everything open. It's kind of peculiar. I went to, oh, I traveled to, I was going to, I forgot to tell you. I traveled to, um, I did tell you. I went to Lubbock, Texas, um, Monday. And um, what was I going to tell you about Lubbock? I don't know, Brian. I forgot. Anyway, disregard. That's my travel <laughs> tip for sure. <laughs> My travel tip for the week is for you to wash your mask. Oh my gosh. Mine's and make sure <laughs> and make sure you have enough mask to go to different places. So you want to make sure you have one in every handbag or you know, car. No, nope. that's the worst. Like getting somewhere and forgetting your mask. God dang it. <laughs> Feelings be hurt okay <laughs> that that happened in little rock now mind you i drove to little rock i had a mask in my car and what happened my mom came home from work and i it was the day i had got there actually that friday and so me and my sister were at home and my mom they were helping me unload the car and girl my mom was like i told them i said well i gotta go get me something to eat because i was starving and so my mama was like, okay, I'm coming with you. And then my sister's like, okay, I'm coming too. So we go and we go to give me something to eat. I go and get my little sandwich. I'm eating it because they told me they wanted to go somewhere else. My sister decides she wants to go to Bath and Body Works. I'm like, okay, cool. In the middle of us driving. <laughs> the worst. My mama talking about something. I forgot my mask. <laughs> I turned and looked at her. I said, you remember them all them times when I was a kid and I might have forgot something and you was talking about, I don't understand how you forgot 
this is that moment for you. Right. How you forget your mask? Because, see, it'd be different though when you be in somebody else's car. No, 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 no. My mom has 10 masks. How you forget all 10 of them? (laughs) Yeah, so not only do you need to have masks for yourself, but you need to have them for other people too. On top of, I'm like, girl, y'all be out there because they be out in the streets. They be in the stores. They they be everywhere. I'm the one that be sitting down. <laughs> I understand. I think it's a generational difference because I got some other friends who moms are the same age as my mom and they just be out in these streets and I just be like, excuse me, do you want to have coronavirus or not? Girl, I go off on my mom like all day, every day. Girl, yeah, um, a little cloth mask on. So she went back. She started school um, this week. She had this little cloth mask on. She kept push. First of all, she had it around her neck when I called. Put your mask on. They don't care, and they I, don't. They, they really don't get it. I wish the media would report them instead of always talking about stuff millennials doing. They say the young people. The young people includes forty year olds. My mama ain't 40. She yeah. in her 50s. Yeah, yeah. They probably the 50-year-old crew is problematic. Yeah, y'all problematic. They are contributing to the spread of this virus. <laughs> I want y'all to report that. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us for <laughs> this week. <laughs> this week's episode. We will be bringing you our content again regularly. You know, I've had to revamp all of the content for the rest of the year, but we back in the game. <laughs> we back in the game. So peace out. Um, that's it. Stay at home if you can. Yeah, that's still in effect. Peace and blessings be upon you. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs>